Hello, my name is Mary Robin Noakes, and I'm an intern for the Speed Art Museum in the Education Department. And I'm also a junior at IU, and I'm majoring in English, Sociology, and History. So when I was asked to do this podcast, I had a list of a few artists that I could choose from. And of course, the biggest name on the list was Picasso. When you hear the name Picasso, a certain collection of images is going to come into your mind. Perhaps the hues of the blue period, the distorted style of painting that he pioneered with cubism, or even the horrors portrayed in his anti-war piece, Guernica. I knew there was going to be a lot of information out there about him, since he's such an iconic figure in the art world, and as a history major, I was excited to learn more. But as I delved more deeply into researching the artist, I actually ended up finding out that Picasso was much more complicated than he appears to be to the public eye. Picasso has been portrayed in film and on TV as an artistic genius and a very charismatic figure, and we can't deny that he made great contributions to the art world. But there's also a darker side to his history, namely in regards to his relationships with women in his life. The painting, The Studio, done by Picasso in 1934, um, the painting we have on display, is a painting that I think perfectly exemplifies the complex issue of women in Picasso's work and in his life. It is full of rich symbolism that showcases just how much more there is than what we see at first glance. The subject in the painting is inspired by Picasso's young mistress, Marie Therese. When he met her, Picasso was 45 and he was married to another woman with whom he had a five-year-old son. Marie was just 17. In the artwork, a stylized version of Marie lies seductively on the bed, breasts and stomach exposed. She appears to be pregnant, and the vibrant, joyful color scheme reflects a sense of fertility and life about her. The figure on the left, likely meant to represent Picasso, has chosen to paint a single white flower that the woman holds in her hand, and he depicts this one flower as blossoming into many. This all holds deep symbolic meaning to me, and it reflects Picasso's greater attitude toward women, consciously or subconsciously, I think. The model's pregnancy in the painting is actually anachronistic because it does not match up with the timeline of the real Marie's life. This painting was done in 1934, but Marie was not actually pregnant at the time. It was a year later that she became pregnant, and she gave birth to a daughter, Maya, in September of 1935. However, by portraying Marie as potentially pregnant in the image, Picasso entertains a fantasy of her, in a way. She's the symbol of fertility, in which this sexualized image of her pregnancy Picasso seems to portray her most important qualities as the pleasure she can provide him and what she could potentially give him. She's valuable for what she can produce and not exactly who she is. Despite promising to marry Marie, Picasso never did because he did not want to get a divorce from his first wife. If he had, his first wife would have gotten to take half of his property, as was required by divorce law at the time, and the artist was not going to allow a woman to take anything from him. Another example of symbolism that we can see in the work is in the flower the model holds, and the artist's rendition of it on the canvas. It is clear that Picasso finds women to be beautiful and alluring subjects, just as flowers are for many other artists. As we see in the artwork, the single beautiful flower can inspire an artist to create many things, many blossoms. The women in Picasso's life feature prominently in a majority of his artworks, and his depictions of the female form are very famous. But just as the artist in this painting is ignoring the woman herself, focused only on what she holds, Again, Picasso is focusing on women as objects. We must also remember that when flowers are picked, they will eventually wilt. Their beauty and inspiration will be dried up and left for dead. That's possibly a loaded metaphor for me being an English major, and I'm reading too deeply into it, but the connection between youthful feminine beauty and flowers is not really a new idea. It's kind of a common theme throughout art and throughout history. And again, it's reflected in how Picasso treated women. 
He didn't really seem to care about the women themselves, but rather what he could gain from them. He was constantly moving on to someone younger, someone prettier, someone better, leaving the previous lover behind. By the time his first wife passed away, Picasso had moved on from Marie. He did not remarry until much later in his life, and Marie was not in the picture. He actually had another three significant mistresses after her, Dora Maar, Francois Gillot, and Jacqueline Roque. All three were in their 20s when Picasso seduced them, despite the growing age gap. Marie and Dora accidentally met once, and Picasso claims that Marie asked him to choose between them. He told them to sort it out themselves, and they got into a physical fight. Picasso did nothing to intervene, and he later allegedly remarked that it was one of his choicest memories. Picasso's granddaughter said once that he needed the blood of those who loved him to sign each of his paintings. Picasso did revolutionize the art world, breaking new ground and becoming a household name. His style, use of expressive lines and vivid colors, and his boldness, they all make it so that when you see a work, you know it's Picasso. Picasso broke all the rules. He invented a new way of seeing things, and his paintings, even stripped of their historical context, still draw us in. I can't dismiss him. His art, including this painting, still holds a power over me. I really love the color scheme, the expressiveness, the freedom in the shapes he uses. I'm still very drawn to it, because it has a very distinct style. In this day and age, though, with the Me Too movement and the current political climate, we have to be able to think critically about the art that we consume. We can separate art from the artist somewhat, but we must also be able to acknowledge that creators are flawed, and that their works may reflect this. The pieces can still have merit, though. They can be good and bad together, shades of gray in a world that so often juxtaposes dark binaries. I do not love Picasso. He was not a good person, in my opinion, because of the way that he treated women. But I don't want to say that I hate Picasso either. He was a trailblazer, a great artist, and a genius in his own way. It's just hard to reconcile all of this together. It's very complex. In art and in life, we have to be able to look at things from multiple perspectives.